Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. This content is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Nothing contained on here constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by Draper Gorenholm or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments whatsoever. Hey everyone, it is me. We are here. Uh, we Joseph is here too. Say hi, Joseph. Hey, what's up? Boom, boom, boom. We're recording. Good morning, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. I am recording this on the computer now. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Boom. All right. It says it's recording. Boom. 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 I am apparently recording. The entire bottle of control. They're all exactly the same. Crypto art. And then what it really is is an NFT. Wow. Eddie wants to slap the bag. So this is the next best thing. DeFi is going to be a bubble. It's provably scarce with mad dog crypto gold and silver transparent substance take my money start a war with it without further ado cheers to you brother get shit done because the system has to collapse before that cheers i feel much better now cheers (laughs) wow that was heavy Boom! <laughs> For some reason, even though I've uh, seen that intro 8,000 times, it caught me off guard to see my face pop up on the screen. Um, I guess that's the, the kind of uh, day I'm having or something. I woke up way too early this morning after not sleeping last night. So um, I feel tired. I didn't think you ever got sleep. It's only 5 o'clock here, but I feel super tired. How's it going, dude? Good, good. You? Doing great. Welcome to uh, Blockchain and Booze. Holy crap. Um, uh, uh, Jim just posted the longest message in there. I'm going to have to go through it. Um, long, long thread, Jim. Thank you for uh, all everything. You're, you're one of the people that were in the LA Blockchain Summit chat, like the whole event. It was awesome. Um, but before we get started, welcome to Blockchain and Booze. This is episode number 85, 85 weeks straight, which is mind-blowing and really exciting. Um, oh, Jacob Katzoff, uh, if you're watching us from YouTube or on LinkedIn or everywhere else, um, hop uh hop into our uh, system at meet.blockchainbooze.io so you can see us in person. Um, Big thank you to uh, Lunar Crush, who is uh, streaming this, and to Blockchain Radio, who replays this and streams this as well. Um, Big, big uh, fans of of both of them, and you should check them out. I'm uh, sharing the link in the general chat if you're back there. Um, right now to hop backstage and we may let you on stage to have a conversation and join us um, if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to do that um, uh, Alex Liu is asking you Matt to blink once if you thought Tulane was going to beat UCF last week oh no no <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna be able to blink now <laughs> <laughs> well, just blink lots of times, not just once. <laughs> um, so uh, 
I've already got a couple people jumping backstage, which is awesome. Um, so I might throw some of you guys on. But what we wanted to do this episode was, was um, one, um, do a little bit of a recap for LA Blockchain Summit. Those of you that don't know, um, I'm one of the founders of Draper Gorin Home. We're an early stage blockchain fund that invests in early stage startups in the space. And we just did um, LA Blockchain Summit last week and it was insane. So for a virtual conference, it was really great. I know that that some of you, uh, uh, you know, um, are getting jaded, including myself on virtual events, but it's the world we live in right now. And we had uh, we haven't tallied everything yet, but what we do know is that there was over a million streams uh, on just the, the main event YouTube uh, situation. So over a million streams in three days, which is mind blowing. And I think that beats all, all records for, um, for blockchain conferences. So that was absolutely bonkers. Um, it was a fantastic turnout. Yes. And, and Big ups to Matt. This was the first event, full big giant event uh, uh, since he's joined DGH as our director of events. So most no of pressure the on his shoulders. Yes, exactly. No pressure. So um, cheers. My, uh, cheers. I'm home alone with the kids, so I didn't want to have a drink. I felt that was irresponsible. So I'm having a root beer. Um, so. Here we go. Hey, really quickly, let's grab um, Ethan uh, Tur is backstage. Let's throw you on. Ethan. Ethan has been everywhere lately. I've seen him on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on, in my inbox. I see you everywhere, Ethan. I know. It's nice. to. I actually saw this event because you posted on your LinkedIn, so I wanted to stop by. Um, Thanks for doing yeah. it. Yeah. What yeah, are you doing, Ethan? I thought the Blockchain Summit was awesome. Um, my favorite part was networking and being able to meet all these interesting people in the crypto space. So uh, definitely a highlight for me. Um, a little bit about me. I, I just recently published a book about cryptocurrency called The Next Gold Rush, The Future of Investing in People. So I'm trying to get people thinking more about social currencies. I feel like we're not really addressing that use case in the crypto world. Much. I like it. And I'm hoping cool. that people start seeing that as the key to mass adoption. So here, check this out. I gotta think. We gotta think about break this down for a second. So, one, social currencies and social tokens and things like that are like the next big thing. I will show you. I, I've got to dig this up. So hold me to it, everyone who's watching. I have screen. I've got to have screenshots and mockups and pictures of this. Uh, I hope I have it somewhere. If not, I'll try to reach out to my old partner. But my crowdfunding platform and company that I launched uh, in 2008. So, uh, uh, you know, 13 years ago or whatever, um, had a one of the banners at the top of the page said, turn your social capital into real capital. And so we were already talking about how the internet could could basically take your social network, take your community, like everyone talks about community in crypto, and turn it into actual money for your startup or money to fund your business or, or just, you know, business, right? So um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, you know, uh, I'm a terrible reader, but if you send me the ebook, I'll try to take a look. Matt will probably read it. He's a great uh, uh, at shit like that. I will Matt definitely. Does his homework. <laughs> Yeah, um, totally. Happily I would love to check it out and maybe you'll come back and we'll do a, a, 
a breakdown and talk about the book. Um, yeah, actually, Tim Draper endorsed the book. It's uh, he's in the first uh, endorsement on the top of the back of the book. No uh, way. Yeah, so that, that was how I heard about LA Blockchain Summit is because it was part of your guys' uh, company. So um, yeah, it's, it's cool. Like everything's so, you know, everyone knows everyone, like it's all interconnected. So it's really cool to just be a part of this community. Blockchain technology. I, I appreciate it. I think what's really, really cool is that we're going to, no matter what we do in real life, we kind of like have to, uh, uh, you know, we've got to keep the virtual conferences alive, right? Like we've got to keep that going. And I think that the in-person conference will happen and the virtual conference will happen at once. And that networking part is really, really cool. And what's even cooler about it is that it will tra it translates really well to the in-person conference too. So like I went to a conference that was using the same system years ago. Um, now <laughs> it's been two years since I went to a real conference um, and uh, they were using the same system. It's called Brella. And you are able to, you know how like in that system, you were able to go like, oh, I'd like to meet Matt. And it would be like, oh, suggest a time. And you could like say five o'clock and then Matt would get a notification. He can say yes. And then you would just meet virtually. In the real conference app, you do the same thing. And then it would go, go to table number 17 on the expo floor at that time. And it would have like these numbers on each table. And it was like a speed dating session at the in-person conference. So I'm, I'm excited for that to happen uh, and for us to be able to uh, get back to that kind of real life stuff and, and goof around and, and, and do it all. I know a lot of our friends were in New York last week doing just that. So I was a little bit jealous, but um, uh, it was it was pretty great. Um, hold on, let me just see. Uh, um, thank you. Thank you, Hussein. If you're uh, online, come join us in the chat at meet.blockchainboost.io. Um, because it's, uh, it's happening. There's uh, a lot of people in the chat. You know, what's crazy is that we always have so many people. What I kind of learned from the summit too, is we'll have so many people who come and participate, but then just lurk in the shadows. Like I can see the numbers and I can see when there's thousands of people just watching. And then there's like 20 people in the chat that are super active. Um, but those people in the chat are having the most fun, are making friends and getting business done. Oh, look at this. My mom's watching. Because <laughs> uh, I just noticed that in the chat. Um, so so I, I think um, I, I think it's just it's to me, that's the most fun thing anyway of in-person conferences is, you know, hanging out in the hallways and and doing all that stuff. So. You know, I, I think that's that's uh, the coolest thing. So participate, meet people in those sessions. You know, chat in the in the chat, talk shit, have fun in a respectful way, of course. Don't be an ass. Um, so uh, somebody asked a question actually in the Q and A. So if you're uh, with us in the backstage, I threw a in in Remo, which is meet.blockchainboost.io. I threw the link in the chat if you want to try to jump backstage and we'll uh, kick Ethan off in a sec and bring somebody else from the community on. Um, and uh, and uh, also ask questions in the, in the QA. Um, uh, I, I had a sorry, question I'm, for you guys before I get kicked off. Yeah, let's um, do it. Yeah, do you have any other like events planned like this in the future? Because I, I feel like this was an awesome like virtual event 
I love to, because I'm in Los Angeles, I love to attend more yeah. like in-person events in that area. So I kind of like a few months ago drew the line with the the COVID and all the stuff and all the things. And I said at the end of this year or at the latest January, I'm going to start going to other conferences and because of, um, you know, uh, Hanukkah is early this year and then Christmas immediately following and my family goes all in on both. So, so pretty much the year is over uh, with Thanksgiving also. So I think January, there's going to be a lot more. I think we, I'm going to try to figure out a way to do blockchain booze at least like once a month as an in-person thing. Um, maybe different cities that I'm traveling for conferences, but we'll try to stream it online at the same time so we can have some fun. Uh, I was talking to uh, David Rankin. Uh, he's in the chat, uh, one of our regulars about that. But when it comes to... Um, when it comes to uh um the big big conferences we have the global DeFi summit um we have uh our security token summit and then we have la blockchain summit the really really big one i we're trying to figure out next year's schedule for that kind of stuff we will for sure do la blockchain summit the big 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 one um uh again live and in person which will be uh epic and then uh um but we're gonna we gotta figure out the rest. But we definitely should do some in person. We'll definitely keep doing the really targeted uh, stuff. And I think indefinitely we're doing blockchain booze. I feel like it's just a thing I do every week to hang out with my friends, and and we should definitely do it. Um, all right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, uh, throw you off, and I'm gonna add John from Lunar Crush is backstage. He'll probably join us the rest. Oh, dang! Ethan is so good. He just did it himself, John. <laughs> John, up, how guys? are you? Hey, man. You haven't nice been busy at all uh, uh, lately, huh? No, no. It's, uh, it's. I mean, vacation, basically, if I had to sum it up. Wow. John has <laughs> had probably, has had, he's probably the one, uh, well, all of Lunar Crush is probably the one group that's worked about around the clock and as insanely as Matt these last couple weeks. <laughs> I couldn't believe that you guys wanted to come up on on stage at LA Blockchain Summit. I for sure thought I needed a backup plan. <laughs> I don't know how we made it either. I'm going to be honest with you, um, but somehow we did. And that that was a funny morning because we opened up the summit. Joe tells me the night before or whatever that he's he's going to interview me, and I'm like, okay, okay, sure. Um, and then right after. We had uh, another live stream, like literally two minutes after we hung up. Um, and then that <laughs> ended. And then Joe was back on moderating with the Adam Draper panel and all that. So that was a little bit of a busy morning. Um, I do good. remember. I remember we were, we were testing the streaming software because we'd never had multiple streams at the same time on the Lunar Crush feed. So I didn't know if the conference would just stop playing on your feed when you guys went live with the other thing. But there were two live feeds. They both stayed on happening on your Twitter yeah. account at once. It was pretty cool. Yeah, nor, nor did we. We ran a, we ran a test because we weren't sure. Yeah. We didn't want to mess up the summit and we didn't want to like overwrite anything. But it works. Apparently, if you have multiple StreamYard accounts, they can go into one Twitter, which is good yeah. to know. So that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Was, Maybe uh, next year we'll run multiple streams uh, to the Twitter to, 
uh, of the conference. You could have multiple sessions going all at the same time. That might One be for cool. each stage. I love it. Yeah. Think about, yeah. But yeah, let's think about how far we've come in the last few years in this space. I, I keep, you know, I can't decide between these two views. I kind of like, I throw my hands up. So um, yeah. think about like the last few years in this space, we went from like, it was a weird novelty when there was like a meetup in LA that was crypto and everyone would show up because it's like, there's no crypto mm -hmm. meetups, right? Then we had our one big event a year and there'd be like random meetups. I remember uh, Lou Kerner, who's going to be on soon, set up the thing called Crypto Mondays that was happening all around the country mm -hmm. in different places. And every Monday we had one in LA. And then cut to today, we can be doing our summit. And all of our NFT friends were joining from New York because they're at the, the New York yep. NFT event yep. while yep. you guys are doing your live stream during the day. And at any moment in time, there's like there's live content going on right now that's not blockchain and booze, that's crypto related. That would have been yep. like the weirdest novelty in the world if you were like at a crypto event and you were like, oh man, I had to decide between two events. Like that didn't happen. There weren't two events in one night. There weren't two events in one week, you know, when we were, you know, if we're yeah. you, you know, Alon, it's so crazy to hear you talk about that because I, I remember when you first started doing blockchain and booze, it was when everyone was sent home because of COVID and there was no more <laughs> live events, right? And then it was like, well, hey, let's, let's keep the party going. And then this kind of became its own thing. Your like blockchain summit kind of became its own thing online, and and it's like we're kind of heading towards this. Well, some of it's going to be in person, some of it's going to be online, some of it is like this community around it. If it is in person, the community around yeah. it, the, the the parties, the dinners, the this, the that, it's all like adding to like something that almost wasn't there before. There's now like a real community being built around crypto, um, and so what's what's crazy is like, you know. Fast forward to today, and I, I look at our own numbers. We have, we have users right now in 213 countries. That's not our doing. We didn't advertise in 213 countries yeah. or anything like that. It's just like there's literal content and people for that content 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's like kind of crazy when you think about it. Like we always used to think it's, like, oh, well, we got to go live in the morning or at five or like it's like all hours now. Yeah, there's pretty much. And what's cool too here is. I'm, I'm, I was, before I came on, I was joking. I'm drinking a root beer because I have the kids <laughs> home alone and I just feel weird drinking uh, while I'm the sole parent home with the kids um, being an adult and responsible. But like there's people that join us from Australia and they're having their coffee right now. You know, there's people who right. watch the, who watch it on YouTube afterwards because they're, you know, it's four in the morning for them and they can't, but like, it's truly, truly go global. And what you didn't catch, John, is we went, just the YouTube video alone, the YouTube videos for the three days of the summit, add them up over a million streams. Like free, virtual, around the world, a million streams of, of the, the LA blockchain summit. That's fucking mind blowing compared to what we did. Like I shared it and I was thinking about this because our biggest years when we've had five, 6,000 people at the convention center, if we put 1,500 seats in the big theater, it would be packed for like one or two sessions. And then the yeah. rest of the time when there's like seven, 800 people in the room, it looked empty, right? Like, cause that's what a room, a room full of thousands of seats looks really empty, even if there's 800 people there, right? So if you're thinking about that at any moment in time, there were 10, 20, 30,000 people, concurrent watchers, 40, 50 in some sessions at the conference, 40,000 concurrent watchers. That's like 
20x the number of people that could even fit in our biggest room we ever had, right? Like, so mm -hmm. just the fact that it was global and free and let anyone around the world participate is just, it's crazy. I mean, I love it. it I it, love it. It's good to hear. It, so, okay, but I need, I need to start about it, right? We started talking about Lunar Crush for a moment, but we, you being so busy, but we still haven't had you guys on since you launched the app, since you launched the Lunar Token and all that stuff. If you want to say something about it, let's uh, give it a little love. Although, you know, I think the regulars here know about it, but. Man, I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, so let's go back. <laughs> um, what, about two weeks ago, um, I think two weeks ago tomorrow. Uh, so not even two weeks. Uh, we launched a new brand. So you, you might've seen on our Twitter, it's pinned to our Lunar Crush Twitter. Um, we have a new brand video that's up there, but it's like, we have all like our share images, the, the, the way we speak, um, there's visuals, like the, it, there's so many elements of it. Um, and Norman on our team, our, our head of brand, um, who we need to introduce you to sometime, um, yeah. wrote a nice blog post on it yesterday, a medium post explaining the whole brand launch. Um, you know, he comes from a big brand background as well, like like running Verizon's brand, that kind of thing. And so um, we're kind of trying to plus where we're going uh, and where crypto is going. We're trying to really step up some of the branding that you see. And so this was a big deal on its own. Um, considering we tweet like 20 times a day too, that changes everything for us. Yeah. And so, um, so we launched a new brand. We launched a new LunarCrush.com, um, which... Uh, also now has a mobile app uh, on iOS and Android. We launched that all at the same day. Um, and we launched a token, Lunar Token. It's a utility token um, that users can earn on LunarCrush.com or the app or a combination of the two. Um, and uh, we launched everything at one moment. We literally tweeted out <laughs> everything at the same time we did emails to all of our existing users at the same second. Um, we launched everything live, same second. Um, there was no early launch whatsoever to anyone um, other than our That's own so internal crazy. team testing, making sure that it was live. Um, and so we, we built this system out and, and we did something totally like different and new in so many different ways. <laughs> Sorry, I was home. looking at that on the other side of the room while you were talking and I got too excited. See, now, now I lost my train of thought, man. I, I'm done. I don't we know. launched it all <laughs> at once. Everything so, all at so once. yeah, so we launched it all at once and, you know, um, you know, we, we, had, we had a couple hundred thousand users when we launched. So we, we, we've been doing pretty good. Um, that's a good number. And that's, you know, it's, we've been growing really well, um, you know, and, and we thought that was pretty good. Um, we didn't know that we'd be adding to our entire user base at that level every day since. And so, I told and so now we, I, have, I, my, we have millions my, of users. My guess, I remember saying something to you guys where I was like, you're going to end up with like four or five X, the number of users, the first day or two of launch. And I saw the actual numbers a few days later, and it was way more than I was even expecting. Way more. And, 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 and so, and there's so many things. I mean, I, I think we've literally like, like, matured and grown a couple of years in the last two weeks, but we've also built a, at least a year worth of building in the last two weeks as well, because some of the things it's, it's interesting. I think, was it like, was it Mike Tyson or someone was like, all bets are off when you get punched in the face kind of thing. Um, you know, we weren't 
we we tested like 10x growth. We didn't test to this level. Um, and we didn't know that we were going to grow this fast. I mean, you might remember like early days of Twitter, really early days of Coinbase, like apps that grow at a certain scale. Um, like, like as an example, uh, an unoptimized image on our homepage cost us $10,000 one because of serving so many people. Um, we, we spent so much money on Google captcha. We actually built our own captcha. Um, I, cool. saw that that. I saw that. I saw that the last couple days. It. It's so cool. Move, move yeah. the coin. Yeah, move the coin of the day onto the moon. Or <laughs> yeah. So what? So one of the things that's that we did too. We, you know, we the the way that we did this. We didn't just launch a token. We didn't do it like an IDO or anything like that. Nothing early. Again, started from zero. And when we did this, um, it, it was we wanted to build the token into the application. Um, and not say coming soon, not not say in six months we promise. Here's our here's our fake roadmap that is never going to be true. Um, we're gonna you know we wanted to day one fair launch, integrate the application, make it real, and get it out into the world, um, and we'll see what happens. And so um, we we built a leveling system in Lunar Crush to where like when a user signs up, um, you know uh, they're level one user. They have no Lunar. They haven't earned anything yet, and they can earn Lunar by participating, by by sharing posts, by staying on the site and, and interacting, um, by performing certain tasks, whether it be onboarding or, for example, sharing a, a, a test. Another thing that we tested and we launched with was, hey, let's let's drive people to the LA Blockchain Summit because we knew we were speaking at it. We knew that it's a great event for the community. They can, you know, it's it's totally aligned with our values of like we want to educate you on the crypto community and understand. That there's so much that you need to learn. You can't just come in and you know understand crypto one day. And so LA Blockchain Summit was amazing. And so we said, you know what? Let's give users um, 50 points if they share the LA Blockchain Summit post. And so um, and we ended up having a couple hundred thousand shares of it. And so uh, just to give an example, and I, and I and I give that as an example of like I was like wondering where was those just million users came from because only like nine hundred thousand or the, of those follow me, so the, the rest needed to come from somewhere. They were everywhere. They're coming from all over the world, which is awesome because now it's not just LA Blockchain Summit; it's like the global blockchain summit, right? So, yeah. um, so we we built a system where users, as they perform these tasks, they get certain points. And um, every day, about an hour and a half ago, um, those calculate and those, depending on how many users used the, the, the site that day or the app um, and how many points all of those users earned. Here's yeah, you just got an alert now probably. I have a phone full of Lunar Crush alerts. Literally all Lunar Crush go. alerts. There you go. <laughs> and so every day you're getting those alerts saying, hey, congratulations, you just earned X Lunar, right? Um, and so as the user base grows, as, as more people earn points, as more people participate, um, the, the level and volume of Lunar that's earned does come down. However, over time, if people keep participating more and more, there's, there's a couple things that happen. They get multipliers on the points that they earn for loyalty. And as they start to level up, once they hit 35 Lunar, they become a level two user. Once they hit 100 Lunar, they become a level three user uh, on, on Lunar Crush. And, and those users can now participate in a weekly drop. So if they keep participating, there's and, and there's 65,000 Lunar given out every day, and there's 50,000 given out in this weekly drop to only the top 10% of, of participants on the, on the platform. And so 
all of this, we, we launched with all of this day one. Um, and we got listed on exchanges, which I, I can't talk about, but we, we did a whole bunch of things well, like but the all reason, within the first few hours. The reason why I'm so in love with this is we can dive into like the whole redefining the business models and participation, rewarding people that, that web three and crypto enable. But I also just from a just fun standpoint, like I don't have to tell people go and buy lunar or don't buy lunar or whatever, because of, you know, weird crypto regulatory reasons. And I'm not going to, I've purposely told, never told anyone buy lunar. I tell people to go earn Lunar. The whole point is you get to go participate. And for the participation, like everyone knows, I'm, I'm wearing the shirt today. This wasn't on purpose, right? Wow. This is my, my wow. vintage Lunar Crush logo. There's now been two uh, logo changes since then. Um, but <laughs> the um, I'm, I'm a super fan, right? And I tell everyone to be using it. Now for being a super fan, for using it and for sharing and participating in our space, you earn lunar as a reward right so i don't have to tell people to go buy it don't go buy it go and actually earn it that's that's the real thing now you're participating in the space you're learning and like i told somebody on twitter like an hour before this just participating in the place in this space and even failing like making bad trades doing whatever you do learning about the space buying nfts whatever um you're first in line for 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 the future you know jobs that are out there and so I love that that people that participate get to earn it. So um, it, there, there's another the, side and, to this too. Yeah. There's another side to this too. And that's that like, you know, we we look at this like all the time. We built a whole analytic system to understand what's happening um, from the ground up to understand like from our side, well, what are people claiming they're lunar? Are they earning too much, not enough? Are people gaming the system? One of the things that happened when we launched was we found that people are going, oh my God, free money free money. I have found the, the holy grail of paying myself for the rest of my life. I'm going to earn a thousand dollars a day. We saw all the spam videos. Got it. None of that stuff works. It's all nonsense. But yeah, what we did realize is, well, you know what? There's some tweaks we need to make. We need to reward more on-site behavior. We need to be building mm -hmm. a, a sustainable ecosystem. Um, great. Great that we have users from all over the world. Um, and, and that's awesome. But we want to build something that's going to make sense long term. And so what we've what we've enabled is really like a foundation right now for saying like, OK, um, right now you're rewarded for time on site. That'll also come down, um, not not to zero, but it'll come down. Um, you're, you can refer some friends to the app that's come down already because that was tr people were trying to gain that. We, we have a very solid way of understanding spammers and scammers. Um, their, their accounts get banned very, very quickly. Um, but I would say from a foundational perspective, like we're looking at more like it's a new way to work if you think about it. So we collect like two and a half million to three million posts a day right now, probably four million if you count spam. And so all of that together, we score every single post Right. So we use an AI like machine learning model that we built out that says this is bullish or bearish and this is spam or not. Right. Um, we are going to leverage our entire community to train um, and, and they'll get rewarded for it. So that's just an example of like yeah. there's elements that we can do at, at at scale that were never possible before because everyone is vested. That's a user. Um, we can do things that are offsite as well. We can reward people with all sorts of partnerships and events and access and all these different things. Um, so many different possibilities as we move forward. Um, and some of the mundane tasks, even like reporting a bug 
or a feature request where, you know, everyone talks about integrating customer feedback into your roadmap, but what if you could actually incentivize them to be a part of it? And then yeah. what if, what if, you know, even longer term, what if governance plays such a big role in this and we want the community to drive, like how much should it be to be in a certain level? How long should it take? Um, what are the features you get? Um, and really involve that community over time. And that's just kind of, I don't think that's like a point in time. That's more like over time, we're going to be building these things out. Um, and I could tell you, we have like a three-year roadmap, literally a three-year roadmap month by month, but I know we change it every day and we know that we're just kind of listening and it's sort of a direction and then we're moving there. But, uh, but yeah, Hey man, that's, you guys, that's I will say yeah. that like, I was joking around before you came on about reading and stuff like that because um, Ethan, who came on earlier, was talking about his book. And I said, like, I don't read books, but I was mostly joking, but I kind of telling the truth. But like, one, I remember one of the times when I met with, uh, with, with you and Joe, Joseph and I went to, uh, to out, out your direction. We, we hung out with you and you guys were like, hey, before mm -hmm. lunch, we want to take you through like the roadmap. And you had the most legit roadmap presentation like I've, I've probably ever gone through with a startup for sure. But even like when I worked at Amazon or when I worked at MySpace back in the day, like the most real hardcore product guys. Um, and I remember like, like literally thinking that like, if I didn't know you guys before that and know how well you guys executed that would have scared the crap out of me because it's like you're doing too much preparation, like almost like, you know, I don't know. Everybody's met those people who like will make the like 200 page business plan, but never launch the website. Um, but like you guys just consistently execute and execute like you did the launch and you guys made shit happen and you made you fixed everything. Right. And you're constantly evolving and working. Most groups wouldn't be able to move that fast and do both things right it's usually one or the other i think that our team our team is really like versed in different areas but but it's like i guess there's a couple of of pieces of advice maybe i'd give to the listeners here right now so because there's probably lots of people that are listening that are like i want to do a crypto startup okay like where, where do you start like all, you know, of and all of them are like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch a vc and get 10 million dollars and i'm gonna retire in six months after we get acquired um it's gonna be easy you know because my idea is so great Right. Um, wait, wait, wait. You want you want to know how easy it is, everyone? Hold on. I just had an idea while you were talking earlier. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna uh -oh. visualize it for everyone. You know how easy it is? Watch this. Boom. That's it. Oh wait, my all that wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Amazing, man. Amazing. Um. I so so what? <laughs> I, I swear that was thought. a root um, <laughs> so, so right, right, right. Uh huh. Um, so, so like when you're getting your 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 product started, um, stop planning in quarters. Cut it out. It does this whole space doesn't work that way. Um, plan plan month by month, and meet once a meet once a week with your team, and redo it. And redo it and and build 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 but you got to redo your product roadmap you have to have one or your host because you will build the wrong way but you have to do a roadmap that is month by month that's the biggest piece of advice i would give to someone um the other thing i would say is if it's in crypto i i have people that that message me every day hey dude should i get a job in crypto and this and that and i'm like cut cut the crap you're not working nine to five 
And it doesn't mean you're working 30 hours a day. It means you, you may have a meeting at 2 a.m. You know, you, you may, yeah. you have to be ready for that. And that alone, that alone already to me, like you already know most people aren't cut out to work in crypto, just that alone, because you, you got to take that call in Dubai. I mean, you probably have called to yeah. Joseph all the time and it's like, what time? Well, is yeah, it? it's, it's really weird with the time change. Now we're exactly 12 hours apart. So I end up having, you know, all these conversations with him late at night, my time, which is not that big of a deal, but also early in the morning, my time, because for me also, that's not that big of a deal, but I'm, I'm the weirdo anomaly of a person that, that does both. Uh, but you have to be, you have to kind of be used to it. Actually, a few questions for Matt. We should jump in really quick and talk to Matt for a second about the conference because Matt, you went from working at Disney, like one of the most mm. corporate-ish corporate places in the world to working with us. We did tell you, we warned you, we've done this with other people that have worked with us about a thousand times that the crypto space is weird, that everything is last minute, that most of the time will be pretty chill and hours will be weird and flexible and cool. But the last couple of weeks to the summit, the last week of the summit, the last couple of days of the summit is always insane. Nobody does anything in this space until the last minute or beyond the last minute. Uh, so did we did we oversell it, undersell it? And, and how does it feel? We're, we're uh... no, you were you were definitely spot on. Um, I thought, really, how bad could it be? Right. I mean, first of all. This is a hobby of mine. I enjoy crypto. I love researching blockchain. You know, the last minute stuff. I mean, Disney does an outstanding job guest facing, making everything look perfect. But underneath the water, that duck's feet is paddling like crazy to keep everything going. Um, it's just the way it is. <clears throat> so I thought, how bad could it be? But man, within the last week, I would say I got about... 20 phone calls regarding sponsorship. And I'm like, I, I can't squeeze you in. And not just not just 20 phone calls from like the US. It was to your point, I mean, European time zones, uh, Asian time zones, I, it was all around the clock. It was coming from WhatsApp, Signal, uh, Telegram, it was everywhere. Right. Um, but I love it. That's the kind of stuff I love. I love working underneath that kind of pressure. Uh, I hate the mundane and crypto and blockchain is anything but uh, it's it's constantly changing and it changes on a dime. So you have to be flexible and nimble and uh, be willing to adjust as quickly as possible. It's so so it's very true. It's it's totally true. It's you something you don't really get until you do it right. Like. One of yep. the things we're frustrated with, with one of our, uh, uh, you know, one of the service providers for the conference was like, we told like every time we tell every service provider, every person that shit changes last minute, expect this to break, expect people to not show up sometimes, whatever, like things will happen. So like be able to plan accordingly. And they go, yeah, 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 no problem. And then the day of we're like, okay, we need to change this one thing. And they're like, oh my God, wait, it's too last minute. And we're like, what? What are you talking about? It's too last minute. Like this is what we told you was going to happen. But Matt, um, you know what? Uh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, from Calament. How do you pronounce Chris's last name? Do you know how to Deshenes? Deshenes. Deshenes, right? Deshenes. Yeah, Chris, so. if you're uh, click on the link and join us on stage in a minute uh, if you can, because uh, we like you. Um, so, but Chris asked, uh, "What did you learn from your first summit?" and uh, uh, 
uh, anything you'll uh, you'll be ready for next time? And what funny stories? You got anything funny from backstage? Anything weird? So I, I've learned that Alan and Joseph are perfectionists. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Uh, it's just, it's, it, it is what it is. And uh, I know how to handle it moving forward. Um, that's probably one of the biggest. Uh, but man, it, I'll be honest with, with the, the sponsors that we had to deal with, with the speakers we, we had to deal with. I mean, everybody was fantastic this, this go around. I don't know if it was because of the virtual conference setting and there was a little flexibility there, a little bit more room for flexibility anyways. But I mean, we had Europeans taking or being part of a session while sitting in Singapore, well, sitting in a Singapore hotel room, right? Or um, people that didn't really have good reception uh, in their apartment complex or their condo going down to the local um internet cafe just to join the session and be a part of it. So I really, man, if the rest of the conferences are, if everyone's this flexible, I mean, man, we'll be set. It's, 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 yeah, it's crazy how things have kind of changed and, and with the virtual nature of things and stuff like that. But I think that it's just like become normal. Like, and everyone just goes like, you give me five minutes to find good Wi-Fi, I'll be at any conference in the world anytime. Like, I've, right. you know, I don't know. I've woken up at like three in the morning to speak on a panel at a conference on the other side of the world to notice my Wi-Fi doesn't work in my house. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and I've, I've now had, figured out how to like upgrade my phone to the best possible way I could um, data-wise and use my phone as the hotspot. And, and for, for situations like that, and I get it to work, but like, I think that's just life now, right? Like if you, yeah. uh, I so know. I got a, I got a question for both of you guys. So let's say it's a, you know, a year from now and it's the next LA blockchain summit. Um, what does it look like? You know, everyone's used to be, I mean, I think I went to your first crypto invest summit, like way back. It was years ago. And I was like, oh my God, look, it's Tim Draper. That's so cool. And like, like uh, not the book signing one, but way before. Like, it was like a yeah. year or two ahead of that one. Yeah. Um, but but like, that's everyone was sitting side by side in, in LA Convention Center, flying in, getting hotel rooms, all of that stuff. What, what does this look like a year from now? Because we're sitting here at, it kind of feels like the dawn of, the, of, of meta, a metaverse becoming something. Because, you know, a few months ago, it was kind of like this abstract thing. And now it's like, really moving into the middle. I mean, what do you think a summit looks like a year from now? I think there's going to be uh, both. Like, I think that what, you know, essentially everyone will in from in our kind of summit, I think that, think about this, actually, I think there's going to be multiple stages. And I don't mean stages like multiple stages at the conference, there'll be that too. <laughs> but the main stage is going to be in a system like it was last time, right? Like in this system where people can watch it, people can chat with each other and people can, can set up meetings with each other, whatever. And if you're virtual, attend it for free, watch the main stage content live anywhere in the world, that's awesome. Then there's gonna be people that are there in real life and participating. But I think there will probably also be kind of like we streamed it into your Twitter account or the Lunar Crush Twitter account. 
And it was, you know, streamed onto other media partner websites. Like OKCoin listed it on their website and stuff like that, which is really cool. Crowdfund Insider, our friends had it on their website. I think there'll be a, uh, I mean, I was looking at land today in Decentraland. I know the Boring Stone team mm-hmm. bought some Decentraland land. Is going to uh, uh, set up uh, some cool stuff there. I know that Fame Lady Squad, who, who's uh, come in here, we've been talking about um, Decentraland land and metaverse land and having live concerts. So if yep. a certain subset of us wants to hang out in the metaverse and do this, essentially the same thing we were doing in that other system and chatting with each other, but like with our avatars and doing things like that, it's, it's going to happen. Like for sure, 100%, that stage, the main stage will also be available there. I mean, I was one of the reasons why I didn't sleep last night is because I was in 3D editing software trying to learn how to make T-shirts for my avatar on Decentraland. Like that's what I was doing last night. Wow, um, cool! Uh, great use of my time. Uh, but <laughs> love it. Uh, I'm not busy at all. Uh, so like that's what I'm doing. So clearly, it's like it's 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 a thing. Um, I don't know. You know what's interesting, yeah. Alon, is like, uh, so I, I spoke at a Cardano su- uh, summit like a month ago, and um, there was something, like I had been in some of these metaverse projects before, but there was some like, I don't even remember what they were using. It was some B2B software for, yeah. but it was a metaverse just for the for the summit. And I was freaking out because like, just like this, how we're doing a stream. Sure, there was a stage in their metaverse where this broadcast, it was look, looked like a drive-in movie almost. Like it's yeah. showing in there and you could see all the other characters in there. And a couple things went made me go, oh my gosh, this is huge. Because there was kind of areas where people kind of congregated and, and, and you can kind of form a group and you can start chatting with the people around you. And, yeah. and like, that's while someone's presenting. So yeah. you have these kind of sub conversations that are happening about, they're happening about that presentation in kind of groups, all seamless in real time. But what well, was when also we're sitting so in the crowd, cool, do I do I not lean over and whisper something ridiculous in your ear, or talk shit, or be like, "Oh my god, this is the coolest thing, dude! I I can't wait for this to happen." Like that's real life conference. Yeah, yeah, but but, but here's what the, the other thing that was super cool was because, like, nothing has to actually be live. Like the main stage had live, but they had these other portals to other kind of worlds. And in those other worlds, there's other stages. And what was crazy was there was like the product manager was live on the main stage. And But if you wanted to hear a different topic, um, product related as well, they had the same product manager record other presentations that were playing in other worlds at the same time. So you could kind of have these different things, chatting with different people, moving around. And and it's just like it, like, it hit me. I'm like, oh my God, like this is... This is totally something different versus like we've got comments going here and it's yeah. rather flat and it's linear. Yeah, well, it's not even just, yeah, even yeah. just from think about like from two years ago, we started off blockchain booze, um, doing it at that big Zoom meeting. We got Zoom bombed with some porn and some crazy shit. And we had to figure that out. We figured that out. It like we got a few weeks in. Then we found um, a bunch of different sites similar to the Remo platform that we use now where you can jump to the tables and stuff like that. And the tables, just the tables were a game changer, right? For the ability to bounce around and the actual visualization that they are tables and chairs like helped and was important. And 
most of the even just walking around Decentraland style, like Roblox style, walking around the world, uh, the 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 metaverse world, um, was kind of janky for those conversations. But I played with Decentraland yesterday, um, and Yoni and I, who were working on Boring Stone together, and all that, like we we walked up to each other. And I was actually FaceTiming him at the time and I hung up the FaceTime and we just continued the conversation in Decentraline and we walked around Decentraline talking to each other. Um, it was insane. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was so much super fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, my kids actually took over the controls because they were better at controlling it than I did because it's the same as Roblox. <laughs> I, I, I sat through something yesterday where it's, I mean, like, you know, a lot of these these elements in these virtual worlds are NFTs, right? And the whole the whole thing around like in-app commerce too is pretty crazy. I saw I saw a demo yesterday of something that that you know it was all around. Um, well, I can't say too much, but like you, you could broadcast in it and do live streams and things like that. Like you could actually take what you're already doing here yeah. and do it in this virtual world. But there's like certain modes that like put it in AR in like the real world on a mobile device, yeah. and so you can kind of play in the in AR or not. You can also buy stuff and integrate your token into it in real time while you're in the virtual world. That's so you can cool. think of all this stuff happening um, all in real time well, while users are yeah, presenting I mean, and buying and doing all sorts of and stuff. And the guys, yeah, the guys in super world are overlaying that onto the real world with NFT marketplaces and purchasing and things like that, but also with metaverse style. So at home, you can go to that place and participate also. And it's like this combination of all these things that's so cool. Actually, the people in the chat um, think about this and let me know your thoughts. Like, should we start moving blockchain booze into one of these metaverse things instead of the, the tables in Remo? Like, should we be walking around Decentraland? Should we have a blockchain booze bar in Decentraland or the Sandbox or somewhere else? Or uh, Chris, uh, uh, if you're listening, uh, I think that would be an awesome thing to be built in uh, uh, Alexandria or Paradox or what, what's it called again? I keep mixing up the, the names, but there's a few of them. We're in a, um, Mr. Suit said it would be fun to try. I can't. Uh, I think Mr. Suit would probably have the coolest avatar there too. Um, so, I, I like. I he knew exactly what I was doing, by the way. He responded. He said that shirt had a stripe, uh, was a striped shirt, right? Like he was in the chat knowing exactly what I was trying to do. I was trying to make my avatar look like Punk Ape Strong. <laughs> I, I've got an idea for you, and I'm going to steal part of it from what Rick R is saying on YouTube. He says you should have Boring Stone Island and Nifty Island. And I'm going to say since uh, you got Joseph in, in Dubai, you should build the world islands and and like build these different lands and build a different island for each of your guests that stays forever that might be fun and if they come back it's back on that island that would be cool. cool you know what um uh uh that would be so rad um the uh what's it called now there's the guys that are doing the really cool metaverse on wax um and it's in the um they're using um not roblox the minecraft world to do it and it's all like they they every episode of their show they talk about being grateful for what they have and all this stuff and um it uplift world and because it's supposed to uplift you and stuff like that but you're in this mm. super cool world and they actually have like it's actually turned into a weird thing and it was a little awkward for me and they spun it to feeling pretty good but i'm still they still got to convince me it's not culty 
because every Sunday morning they meet there now and they do this thing where everyone puts a brick in the wall and talks about what they're thankful for in the metaverse, right? And they're all over the world, but every Sunday morning they go and they do this like ritualistically, which I kind of love, like, cause it's all about positivity and, and all that stuff, but it does seem a little cool. crazy, um, but it's really cool. Like I walked around that world. I put a brick in the wall and put stuff that I'm thankful for on there. And it was, it was really neat. Um, before we finish up, though, um, uh, I'd like to jump into a few of the questions. Let me just see if I didn't um, uh, uh, miss anything. There's a few I can probably answer in like two seconds. Um, but, um, oh, Mark asks, how big is your team to support um, a large virtual event like you described? Well, Mark, uh, we were a three-person team that are full-time, me, Joseph, and uh, a guy named Zoran, basically for about four years until we brought Matt on. We've hired other, um, we had uh, Adam, who was the host of Blockchain Booze for a little while, who worked for us as an intern when he was at USC for one of our events. And we brought him on for a year uh, full time. Um, and he literally, his whole time with us was during quarantines. So we never worked in an office together. Um, and then soon at the same time, we were trying to hire a director of events Adam ended up uh, leaving us and Matt came on board uh, uh, full time. So we've never had more than four full time people ever on our team ever. Wow. And that also shows you how wasteful and uh, and inefficient most organizations are. And, you know, uh, we are kind of insane. Um, I would choose to say how organized we are. Not how organized how you are. <laughs> we, we, we as a team. <laughs> um, but we're we're crazy. Joseph and I have always hacked everything together. Like we figured out how to automate the sales process for our previous events in terms of sponsorships and things like that, where we literally had like bots as our salespeople. And only <laughs> after multiple emails had gone back and forth with people, did it did the bot introduce uh, the the potential sponsor to their boss, me, um, uh, in in these like automated chats and things like that, like. We've optimized crazy stuff in the past. Then we do hire like a production company for the actual event. So there's people there right. like with the badges and things like that. Those people don't work full-time for us. They work for us full-time for like four days a year. Um, uh, but that's like production companies for the conference. Um, uh, somebody Maybe. said, can we talk about uh, blockchain and booze NFT projects that have popped up? I, the wine and whiskey tied NFT. I don't, I've seen some wine projects that have popped up, um, uh, but I don't know any of them. Uh, I'm such an idiot. I have it downstairs. I have to, um, I have to uh, bring it next week. But um, one of our regulars, uh, John Dorfman or uh, and Mike, AKA and Dan, but also known as Sailor Gary, have launched uh, a, a premium line of vodkas and you're going to be finding out some more about that. But they were in New York last week giving uh. people the bottles and stuff. And you can, if you have the bottle, you can mint a one-of-one one special limited edition uh, NFT. And there's some cool stuff. And they're completely, you know, talking about redefining business models, they're completely redefining the business and distribution model for, for what they're doing. So I'm not going to give any secrets other than, you know, wouldn't you want a uh, vodka who's, you know, 
distillery master distiller is is an ape um sailor gary i mean i do i've got i've got some now and everyone in the blockchain booze community is gonna gonna find out more soon and probably get these bottles also i'm gonna buy a ton for everyone um uh here's a a a last minute um uh question i think this is related to the lunar token you were talking about earlier so let's give it um up somebody just said is there a Quantity quota limit for utility crypto bitcoins. Will be, oh, I think what they're saying is they're like a hard cap of tokens and things because they were comparing it to like all of Bitcoin will be fully mined by 2025 or whatever. Which is that true? I thought the it's gonna be over time. Like it's gonna be so much harder and harder and harder that. But anyway, so is there yeah. a limit so to the number of tokens and yeah? Yeah, the the max supply is 250 million. Um, and we release 65,000 a day and you have to think it's not just, it, it's really interesting when you really think about what that number is, because if I said there's 65,000 a day, every single day and every four years, it gets cut in half. Um, and so if I, if I look at that, um, we're doing that at a time. So I might say, okay, 65,000 a day and, but we have now millions of users that doesn't even equal one, yeah. not even, it's like point something per user. And yeah. so if you look at it that way and you look at the user base growing exponentially, really at this point, um, it's getting harder to do anything short term. Now, if you show ongoing yeah. loyalty and keep participating, it's it's great um, and it'll continue to be great. It won't be great for anyone that thinks they can come in and game the system and leave and dump. And so because they won't even they won't even get to a point to be able to do that. Yeah. So I, I'd say, like, you got to look at like the there's kind of. Um, there's kind of two sides to looking at a coin. There's like, okay, it's on this exchange and I can buy and sell it. And there's trading and how many are, are what's the max supply? How many are available right now circulating and all of that. But then there's the really like the DAP aspect to it. And how many users does, does, that, does that app have? And that's yep. the big, that's the kicker right there. Because I can't tell you how many apps that I've seen that talk a big old game. They say so much stuff. We're the best DeFi platform that's ever been built. And then when you actually look at the Block Explorer, you're like, wait a minute, there's only 2,700 token holders that can't yeah. be, wait, what? 20, how can this possibly be solvent forever and, and make any sense from an application perspective? And so I'd say like, when you look at kind of that circulating supply and then you look at our user base, it's kind of a different dimension to look at. Um, and, and it's sort of like, you know, the, the demand is far outstripping the supply um, and will be for a, a long time when you consider the user base. Now, I'm not talking price at all or any of that stuff. I'm just saying 250 million, well, we, we could end up with that many users at some point. <laughs> so um, it's going to be really an interesting thing um, to, to watch this experiment unfold. Um, and, and man, I can't, I can't wait to talk about some more things that we're going we're gonna to be doing, but I'm not going to do that tonight. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll bug you and and get you on. Um, I see I see you, Eric. Um, please email me and anybody who wants to email me, uh, a at drapergorenholm.com. Uh, the letter A at drapergorenholm. Um, but yeah, any um, we're we're past time and we're gonna jump into the uh, uh, into the the chat. Um, uh, or into the the tables, or at least I will, um, and would love to hang out with uh, with uh, with whoever's here at meet.blockchainbooze.io. Where's that graphic? Uh, there it is. Um, 
and and come join us backstage if you're watching from somewhere else and come hang out um i'd love to love to hang with you um matt john any last words any uh tell people where to follow you guys go ahead john uh, well, I'll, I'll join for a few minutes in the back in the the uh, the tables just for a few, uh, but I got to run after. But um, lunarcrush.com, go sign up. Uh, Lunarcrush on Twitter. Um, we're, I mean, I don't know, we're everywhere. YouTube. Um, we do we do our live streams every week. Uh, we got some amazing ones coming up, um, but we do live streams every week. Lunarcrush live. Um, we're doing Twitter Spaces tomorrow. We, we do a lot of live stuff. Um, yeah. so yeah, Twitter, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, even, I hate to say that, but we are on Facebook, um, LinkedIn, discord, telegram, telegram, uh, Reddit, uh, we're, we're kind of everywhere. It's, uh, it's, uh, it is everywhere. Um, oh, here we go. Matt, are you doing this? I, I am. Are we both doing oh. it at the same time? No, no, no. I was, I was like, where, uh, um, yeah, Eric, I see what you're saying. Send me an email though, because I can't catch up on DMs on LinkedIn. It's just filled with so much spam and I can't, I will end up uh, uh, losing it. So email is, is way better. Um, uh, pretty much that's that's the, the, the thing everywhere. Um, Matt, what's your uh, Twitter handle? At mbozio, B-O-S-E-O. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on I'm trying WhatsApp, to Signal, all that good stuff. I'm Anywhere there's blockchain projects to be found, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to find that one guy's Tezos comment from earlier because Matt is a uh, big in the Tezos uh, in the Tezos world. I'm not finding it, but that's okay. Um, and uh, go to DraperGorenholm.com. Uh, go follow me on Twitter, DraperGorenholm, Adelon Gorin, all that fun stuff. Guys, thank you so much for joining. I'm sure we'll have uh, uh, both Matt and John on a lot. They are both uh, my regular wingmen here. And uh, uh, see, you, see you all soon. Thanks, everyone. Take care, everybody. Thanks, see guys. You.